Hi everyone and welcome to this week's energy update. Now even at the first glance, these cards depict that the energy is going to be extremely intense but neutral, which means that it's really up to us to make what we want with it. So that already means that one of the key themes here is where we invest our energy, our focus, our attention towards that is what is going to be empowered and that is what's going to run in our lives this week. And that kind of means that if we invested into the more negative, painful and challenging things in life, well, those are going to feel way more intense. Now, of course, that doesn't mean that we won't have an equal amount of inner energy, if this makes sense, pure force, willpower whatever this translates to in order to cope with these problems, in order to try our very very best to solve them or at least create some kind of balance. Even if this just means empowering ourselves to be way more endurant. But of course this also means that if we focus on let's say a more optimistic way of looking at things, more optimistic way of finding solutions, coping with problems and you know here it's really important the meaning that we personally without any kind of influence, not even spiritual influence, that we give to events in our lives because you know let's say an event can be seen either as an opportunity or a setback, especially when it's more neutral, it doesn't really have a very well-determined outcome, so it really really depends on us. Now this doesn't mean that we're gonna have miraculous solutions and breakthroughs and you know make it without any problems this week, but what it does mean is that we are definitely gonna feel like we progressed quite a lot, from every single perspective, you know, it really depends on what kind of challenges people have in their lives. For some it's more material, for others it's like more psychological, for others it's karmic, for others spiritual, emotional, relationship, etc. And very many times in life when, you know, the blockages are very strong, when things are definitely not evolving very quickly and you know many of these blockages whatever they are that are present and quite agitating irritating frustrating our lives right now are not even anything to do with our own personal karmic journey or whatever they're basically just a reflection of what's going on in the collective but it's so very difficult to be able to, you know, filter out what is ours and what is not really ours. It's so very easy to think that, oh, I made another mistake, I made a bad choice, I'm unlucky, things just don't work out for me. When very many times it has really, really nothing to do with us. It is just what is going on in the collective and we're part of it, like it or not. And you know, even when you listen to this recording and you might think, well, maybe others are part of the collective, but I really separated myself. 
Well, if you had done that, you wouldn't be listening on the internet to a recording, if you know what I mean. You would be a hermit somewhere in nature, in the mountains, you know, in a forest, wherever you could. So you wouldn't really be listening to this. And that ultimately means that you're connected, you're part of it. There is nothing anyone can do about this. And you know, even though everyone, almost everyone who listens to this knows so very well what, you know, to disconnect from the collective means, as in what we have to do very practically, detach, shut down the internet, move away from a very busy, crowded, society-focused place, town, location, whatever, and move to a more, much more quieter or nature-based area. This is all very wonderful, so we know what we need to do, but many of us just simply can't. So basically, like it or not, we are here, we are part of this, and we have to endure those blockages which source from the collective and simply not allow them to defeat us. Of course, I'll get into more detail in just a little bit, but first of all, I would just like to mention what the combination of these cards represent collectively. So first of all, we have the High Priestess, clarified by the Four of Coins. We have the Two of Wands, clarified by the Nine of Swords, reversed. We have the Emperor, clarified by the Hangman, reversed. And as a conclusion, as an overall tone, we have the Empress and the Hermit. And as Divine Guidance, I also pulled Oracle cards. We have the Ace of Water, which is the Ace of Cups in normal tarot, and the Four of Air, which is Four of Swords. Now, what this means for the collective, it's very, very straightforward. Well, this is the High Priestess and the Four of Coins. This represents a very strong, almost a little bit unnatural, if this makes sense, empowerment of our unconscious. And as I said, this is collectively speaking, so this is a big deal because whenever this happens when you know like a collective unconscious energy is being awoken and given food and power well that ultimately represents that regardless of how we individually perceive what's going on we are actually very 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 deeply in a world crisis but perhaps the reason why we don't perceive it as something very turbulent, something very, very big that's gonna change the world forever, is that this time our physical bodies, the physical self, the physical and material aspects of our lives, I'm not saying that they're okay, but they're not affected, they're not in danger, to the degree that would represent a truly big crisis. Like, let me just give you an example. A true plague, you know, a true pandemic, which would kill like 50% of the population. Now, that would be a very, very big problem. And we would perceive that as immediate danger and crisis or a massive war or any calamity that sweeps over our land, our world, as in how things played out in the past. This is much more like where it is actually our inner structures, inner value system, 
everything that we believed and thought and were taught in this life is somehow changing, crumbling. That inner element is experiencing the danger, so to speak, because that is what is really changing profoundly. That also means that perhaps very consciously we don't see it and we don't perceive it as it is, which of course is nothing bad, that's not a bad thing whatsoever, because that also gives us the power and basically the emotional strength to cope. Yes, we are confused, of course, and we feel so very many different, sometimes even contradictory, confusing emotions, feelings, thoughts, all of that. So, of course, it affects us, it disturbs us, and, you know, ironically, it does actually play out as if we would be in a war or in a true physical world crisis, yet we're not... 100% aware of it and that is actually a very good thing but you know when we're not aware of it that means that we can't consciously aim our desires our wills our sovereign powers you know if our sovereignty is an arrow and we aim it to the target you can imagine that if this goes on collectively that changes a lot of things because it's the will and desire of millions of people that will do something 100%. But if we cannot see the bullseye, if we cannot see the target, we can't actually aim. And that represents a blockage. And when this happens, it's not really a problem in the sense that we're also unconscious beings. The true divine expression of who it is that we are and our deepest potential is always and always going to be unconscious. And when we're truly in danger, that awakens. It's almost like the triggering of a more divine expression of survival instinct, if this makes sense. And you know, when the unconscious tries to solve something, well, that will always happen very quickly. And I have to remind that this is, again, collectively speaking, so not necessarily individually. So imagine the sheer power of this. So because this starts right now, because this starts to become much more active, much more alive, perhaps this is what's definitely going to change the overall tone and the big picture, as I said, collectively by the end of the year, so something is definitely gonna happen, especially by the time we enter once again eclipse season. Now, on the other hand, perhaps some very important and symbolic events are going to take place this week on the world stage, where we have the emperor clarified by the hangman reversed. Now, the emperor definitely symbolizes either world leaders or authorities, big power players in the international stage like countries, for example, United States, China, Canada, etc. And the hangman reversed represents a massive rebellion, a massive opposition from the people, from, you know, citizens, from the collective. And this is an unusual situation because 
this time perhaps for the first time ever since all of this started, this is where actually it is the people, the communities, the unity of citizens, which is going to be the aggressive factor, the aggressor, the fire starter, the troublemaker, if this makes sense, and not necessarily the leaders. But this is kind of action and reaction. This is karma, because the two of ones clarified by the nine of swords is also very clear. That which once was fear, uncertainty, insecurity and depression is now sheer anger and sovereign willpower. And this is going to be aimed at exactly the symbol of that which should have taken responsibility for the management of this situation, which means either world leaders, countries, authorities, etc. So there is going to be a massive uprising, there is going to be protests, and, you know, people defying any way they can find, any way they can, anything that has to do with centralized power. Now, yes, of course, this is not going to lead absolutely anywhere, but perhaps this is going to be a moment when it will truly shock, you know, the hangman. And even surprise in a very negative way, as I said, world leaders, authorities, or countries, the leadership of countries themselves. And where this is leading to, perhaps not this week, perhaps in the weeks, even months to follow, the Empress clarified by the Hermit. So in order to solve this situation and to truly quiet people, calm them down, try their hardest to turn down the aggression while the empress can represent present material well-being money grant everything that basically appeals to the pleasure to the five senses of people when they're busy being indulged in their pleasures and what makes them happy they're very very quickly gonna forget about the anger, etc., and that will definitely quiet some people. And even though this can be seen as something pretty, let's say, manipulative, on the other hand, you know, whatever that empress means, either money or freedom or an invitation to indulge in our pleasures, well, it's still a solution. And it is definitely going to be a saving grace for so very many people. And even though physically, this is definitely going to be like a really, let's say, acceptable and somewhat fair resolution to the problem. This is actually just physically, because as I said, this is where the unconscious becomes dominant. It becomes the leading force. So that will definitely influence events, the course of certain actions, and even the karmic forces. So this is where the Empress is absolutely okay, because consciously we can even have fun and have the times of our lives. I repeat, not now, not next week, but rather in the months and weeks to follow. Our conscious can perfectly be occupied by all, by all the positive things, you know, the Empress, because the unconscious is still going to be very much focused on 
truly solving this world crisis in all of its aspects. Now, that is not going to happen overnight, absolutely not. But what it means is, is if this power struggle between, you know, different leaders, different world powers, different categories, etc., is going to play out more in the shadows, hiddenly, because they will find a mean to, like, please people, not make them angry and protest. For example, like, think about it, universal income for everyone... Well, it's definitely going to be heaven on earth in a material sense. But of course, all the conflict, all the opposition, all the power games are going to play out on a much more psychological level. But this is also a blessing in itself because some people can simply detach, cut it off totally and just live life for themselves. While other people who have this calling to be involved one way or another are gonna keep on fighting until something happens. But of course, this is just the collective nuance of this energy. Now, strictly personally, the High Priestess and the Four of Coins represents certain moral and even spiritual, even karmic obligations and duties, which are going to be quite a very strong inner force this week, because the High Priestess can represent that we have certain kind of obligations to, for example, our parents, our loved ones, our children, our family member, good old friends who've always been in our lives. So people who we truly deeply love and care about. And if they are in trouble or if they ask for help, or even if you just simply feel the urgent need to be there for them, so regardless of what problems, obstacles, you know, situations of dire need we may have in our own personal lives, this might be a week when we actually focus more on the problems of our loved ones and us trying our hardest to be there for them. This Two of Wands and the Nine of Swords is also a pretty good and pretty optimistic energy because the Nine of Swords reverse means that we may still have fears, insecurities, worries, overthinking. We might not still be okay whatsoever, yet what we do have is much more courage, determination. So whatever this Nine of Swords represents for some people severe fears, for others worries, for others even depression and, you know, mental instability, that is not strong enough right now to stop us in any way, shape or form from working with what we have in the present moment. So that is definitely a time for action, a time for a gesture, a time for some kind of self-expression, the expressions of our will. May it be as simple as a communication, as a conversation, where we let someone know our intention, what we plan to do, and they might, for example, help us, or they might be part of that. But it can be as complex as, I don't know, even starting a certain procedure, a legal procedure for us to do something, going out and filling up paperwork, going to a lawyer, going to a specialist, 
going to a, let's say, job interview, even if you know very well that you won't get that job, at least you'll try it, at least you'll take action. It will be very, very dynamic. And even if the result of your actions are not as successful as you'd like them to, it won't really matter because, you know, the sheer feeling that you're doing something, that you are actively seeking solutions and trying to solve problems, that will already give you this feeling that whatever you're trying is working progress and you are making some small progress. So that will definitely be a helping factor to just keep you focused and concentrated on working with what you've got and not focusing on the opposite as in the problems, fears, etc. Now, individually speaking, the emperor and the hangman reversed is actually a very good sign. The emperor is definitely us, our inner sovereignty, and the hangman reverse represents us very quickly, almost spontaneously, as an inner awakening, changing direction, taking ownership of our lives and everything in it. Even if this is just, let's say, a spiritual or a psychological gesture that we do, or a conversation we have with the self, promising ourselves that uh, this was the last moment when I feel helpless, when I feel trapped, when my happiness depends on other people, or the world, or fate, or karma, or the divine, everything is included in here. From tomorrow, I'm gonna take ownership and really try my hardest, regardless of the outcome, to try and not be as helpless. Now, this alone is actually enough for us to somehow attract maybe minor changes in our lives, where outer reality starts reflecting that the action we have taken does bear some kind of results. And this comes also as a shift of inner power, because in the past weeks we had very strong Pluto oppositions, when Pluto opposes another power player, well, it means that we feel powerless or things are totally outside of our control. And that usually leaves us feeling totally powerless, defenseless in at least one matter in our lives. And as we speak right now, it is Mercury who opposes Pluto, but that is a mental and intellectual energy where the opposition actually shows us where we are powerless and where we might not have a choice. But at the same time, you know, Mercury is a very quick moving planet. It will break up the opposition and it will reveal all the other areas where we do have a choice and where we can take action. And then we have the Empress with the Hermit. And this might be almost like a literal reflection of an energy shift that just recently took place in the sky. The Empress is Venus, the Hermit is Virgo, Venus into Virgo. And even though Venus there is not able to bring out her higher qualities as an idealism and infinite romance and love, she is able to bring out her very practical side because Venus in Virgo is independence, self-sufficiency, 
us being responsible for our own happiness and not really allowing anyone else to interfere with that. Venus in Virgo is basically like the single and proud archetype. And even for those people who are in a relationship, single doesn't really mean that you don't have anyone in your life. It just means that you are empowering yourself and not depending on anyone else. So this is a really, really good and positive energy, regardless of our situations, even when we cannot actually be either single or proud or self-sufficient, just desiring this and just being focused on this. Well, this really, really, really matters. You know, we can look at the Emperor card as Mars. That is where we take action. But the Empress is Venus, so that means all we need to do is desire with total purity of the heart and that attracts that which we desire in our lives. The more pure our desire is, the better the attraction works. And as a divine guidance, we have the Ace of Water, which is the Ace of Cups, and the Four of Air, which is the Four of Swords. Now, in this particular Oracle deck, the Ace of Water has such a beautiful symbolism because it kind of means returning hope, returning happiness, returning emotional fulfillment, returning inner power and of course the harmony and serenity that spirituality and faith and everything you know which is an inner value gives our being. And this goes on in cycles, actually, where the opposite of this, so doom, gloom, despair, vulnerability, etc., is part of life. It is part of the big cycle. And since we had much more that we can ever ask for from the opposite of happiness and bliss and joy, that kind of means that we are already through that. So what we can expect is the natural outcome, the natural flow of the cycles, which means that one way or another, existence itself, life itself, nature herself has to lead us, guide us, push us or whatever into that state which has to follow naturally. And you might argue with me here that what does a feeling, like what does an emotional state have to do with nature? Well, you know, without the desire of fulfillment, without the desire and, you know, the hope of basically being able to be immersed in life, nothing in this world would actually reproduce reproduction and finding a mate in animals because that's what we're really talking about might be just an instinct but that instinct is fueled by something by an inner energy by some kind of power source of battery so to speak and that energy is I don't even know how to call it exactly the spirit or the collective consciousness of nature so nature herself, in order to keep herself, to preserve her integrity, like it or not, she has to pump this energy of bliss, of love, of fulfillment, of hope, living life into all of us. 
And this is basically the guarantee that we have, a rational, logical guarantee based on thousands, even tens of thousands of years of observation, where basically the ancient, our ancestors, observed and lived through the cycles, generation after generation, and their wisdom regardless of the era that they lived in, may it be the Iron Age or the Middle Ages or just a hundred years ago, their wisdom basically says the same thing, that the cycles succeed each other. So just as how death and doom and gloom is guaranteed to be part of our lives, happiness and basically feeling, being immersed into life, being alive is also guaranteed. And this week the Divine wants to remind us of this guarantee which is basically written in the laws of nature. Laws which no technology or nothing in the world can ever change. So at least this can give us a sense of hope that we are actually going to be okay. Regardless of how our own distinctive situations are, the power, the life force that is needed for this Ace of Cups, happiness, love, being able to be immersed in life, basically, is gonna be pumped into our being, like it or not, because this is the cycle. And this is not just hope in the sense that we believe something extremely uncertain and undocumented. This is the kind of hope which is also rational and based on so very many years, tens, tens of thousands of years of observation. So this is something, if there isn't anything at all in our lives that we can trust, at least we can trust this. And the Four of Air, well, it is very suggestive. It is our inner peace. It is the peace of mind, peace of the mental sphere. When you're living life, when you're immersed in life, when what you feel that is your reality inside, at least, you know, partially, even if not very perfectly, is reflected on the outside, well, that already gives a state of peace, a state of harmony, an equilibrium. And when we are in such a state, worries, problems, regardless of what happens to the collective, let's say, it really, really won't upset us, unsettle us. And I do believe that the best expression here is drive us crazy anymore. We will be able to just maintain our own unique balance and just live life on our own terms. Because before life accepts our terms, we already accepted and worked with life's terms. For example, all the difficulties the opposite of the Ace of Cups. So we have proved our authenticity and there is absolutely no reason why life for once cannot accept our terms and conditions. Life isn't that unreasonable, especially after we proved our strength and valor. So this concludes today's reading. Thank you so much for listening. Wish everyone a magical and truly blessed week. Until next time, bye for now.